in beautiful North Florida celebrating two years of color commentary, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Well, I want to thank everybody. This has been some period of time, and most importantly, we want to thank the great people of Iowa. Thank you. We love you all. What a turnout, what a crowd. And I really think this is time now for everybody our country to come together. We want to come together, uh, whether it's Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative, it would be so nice if we could come together and straighten out the world and straighten out the problems and straighten out all of the death and destruction that we're witnessing. That's practically never been like this. It's uh, just so important. And I want to make that a very big part of our message. We're going to come together. It's going to happen soon, too. It's going to happen soon. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. That was President Trump last night in Des Moines at his just a portion of his victory speech after he won the Iowa caucuses. Uh, and frankly, I wouldn't even use the word won. Uh, I mean... <laughs> The man beat the competition like a government mule. <laughs> and it was crazy. Now, now Ron DeSantis came in second, uh, and Nikki Haley came in third, which is absolutely wild uh, just to see that, especially since so much of the mainstream media has been pushing Nikki Haley pushing her and pushing her hard even ms lsd did for a little bit uh but i will definitely deal with those loons uh in a bit here uh but before i really get started to the heart of uh what happened last night uh you can always uh send us email at in black and right at gmail.com or go to our website in black and also, you can subscribe to our podcast. Uh, follow, subscribe, get notified when new shows become available. And, well, let's get started on today's wild adventure in podcasting. Now, this was just mind-blowing to me. I'm, I'm at home watching this, and I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh. This is going to be even more amazing than I had already thought. Sure, there was uh, all kinds of speculation. The narrative that uh, was getting ready to be told by all the mainstream media was, well, if Trump didn't get over 50%, um, that it would be considered a loss, which is like dumb. But, hey... Trump ended up with 51% of the vote, which was amazing because the only, going back through the history of the Republican caucuses, the Republican who won a caucus, the biggest margin of victory was 12 points. 12 points. Now that's pretty impressive. Trump beat the competition by 30 almost 30 points 
I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that is historic. And not just historic, that's a landslide, especially given the history of the caucuses. Dang near 30 points. And, and it was called pretty fast. I mean, really fast. I'm thinking it was le about less than an hour, I believe, before uh, the Associated Press, the New York Times, and other media outlets called it for Trump. And I'm like, whoa, less than an hour? And I'm looking at my clock, I'm looking at my watch, and I thought, oh my gosh. You know, the caucuses started at 7 Central Time, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, and the voting started right around 8, 8 o'clock. And before 9 o'clock, boom! Done. See ya. Bye. <laughs> like my 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 my, and of course, you know the mainstream media, especially MSNBC or MSLSD. I don't know if you want to call it, but these people were the absolute worst. Okay, they, they were hands down. I've said it before, and I will say it again. MSNBC is the only media outlet that is run by psychiatric patients. The lunatics have taken over the asylum, bar none. And I will give you some great examples of that here in a bit. But I wanted to get into a little bit of DeSantis and Haley. Now, interesting story uh, from the National Pulse that DeSantis, Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley in Iowa spent over $1,600 per vote only to lose Iowa. I'm like, wow. I mean, it's kind of, I just look at that and I just go, man, these DeSantis and Haley seem to believe that money can do everything. And it's, uh, no. And they learned it the hard way, especially in the Iowa caucuses. They go there, they do all these events, blah, blah, blah. And they still end up losing. And losing big. Which is going to make next week in New Hampshire that much more amazing. Now... From the coverage I saw uh, last night on a variety of live streams and on uh, television, it's real simple, uh, especially for some of the commentators that I saw. They pretty much said, it's over. Done. Absolutely done. You know, Trump beat DeSantis, Haley, everybody else, you know, beat them like government mules. And frankly, uh, it's time to call it a, it's time to call it quits. Uh, De Governor DeSantis and Ambassador Haley. You need, it's time to stop because heck, even I knew that when Trump announced right after the 22 midterms 
I'm like, all he had to do was announce, and he's got the nomination. Period. End of discussion. And wouldn't you know it, it's been, I even I got it right, and I'm not exactly clairvoyant, but this was one of those. You know, you have to be totally brain dead to not see it. So, hey, all good in the neighborhood. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy got the, apparently got the message. He bowed out of the race after Iowa, uh, and he did pretty okay. I mean, 7%, but, yeah, what can you do? Uh, he gave it his best shot, and it's like time to pack it up. So, he's out. And Asa Hutchinson, former governor of Arkansas, he's out. Both have announced they're gone. And Chris Christie left before Iowa and good riddance to bad rubbish. But now, all of a sudden, is DeSantis and Nikki Haley going to get the message or are they going to wait for another shellacking in New Hampshire next Tuesday? before they finally get it because even with all the money that DeSantis started out with and now Nikki Haley's getting a lot of attention it's not going to work it's not going to help $1,600 over $1,600 per vote for DeSantis and Nikki Haley and they still lost and they lost, and it's even worse for Haley because she's now sort of the it girl. Uh, she ain't it. <laughs> she is totally not it. But that right there tells you a lot about the thinking of not just the uh, the establishment and the billionaire mega donors, but the RNC as well. It's time to stop this. Okay, it's just time. With the horrendous mismanagement of the RNC uh, by Ronna Romney McDaniel, it's time to stop this. It's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, we don't know. I mean, it just they just can't get the idea in their head. I mean, story, uh, again, from the National Pulse that apparently uh, Biden and the Democrats have raised nearly $100 million in the fourth quarter of 2023. Now, they've got money. They've got the media, the mainstream media. They have Hollywood. They have big tech. They have big pharma. And yes, they are going to come after Trump even harder. Okay, I warned y'all before 2023 ended, just wait and see what happens with 2024. And now here we are right in the middle of January, finishing the Iowa caucuses. Now New Hampshire's next week. And not long after that, you're going to deal with South Carolina and the Nevada caucuses. This is absolutely I mean, I swear, I don't know if what's really going on behind the scenes. I'm not considered a power broker, but something's up. Because you would think, 
after a major league blowout last night in Iowa that the DeSantis and Haley campaigns would just say, okay, done. If this is going to happen in Iowa, you know, let's, New Hampshire isn't going to be much better. Okay, and it's not. I mean, the margin of victory might be smaller, but it's still not going to help. Period. Uh, absolutely, period. Now, fortunately, uh, President Trump is not slowing down. This is what's so amazing about the man. He hasn't slowed down a bit. He is still the Energizer Bunny on steroids. After an amazing win, a blowout, frankly, last night in Iowa, today, boom, he's back at it and target New Hampshire. In fact, he's supposed to be making remarks this evening in a town called Atkinson, uh, New Hampshire. I mean, the man doesn't skip a beat. He's there, you know, and people saw it. Now, if New Hampshire is anywhere close to what Iowa was, the absolute dumbest thing that could happen is that DeSantis and Haley stay in. Because Haley uh, has zero chance, zero chance in her own home state of South Carolina, where she was governor. But they want Trump. Florida, same thing. Trump has been ahead in, here in Florida anywhere from 20 to 30 points, depending upon which poll that you read. So, hey, your home states don't want you. They want Trump. And it's now time to face reality, Governor DeSantis. You've already had the Republican Assembly tell you, hey, let's end this and get your butt back here to Tallahassee. You got work to do. And it, the longer he stays in, the longer that Haley stays in, the worse it's going to be because the RNC absolutely is going to be worthless. Absolutely worthless. All this money they're spending on these idiotic debates. Heck, even Nikki Haley. What? Uh, apparently, Nikki Haley, I believe in a statement, said that she's not going to do any more debates unless Trump participates. I'm like, honey, did you not get the lesson from the first debates? Trump doesn't even have to show up, and he gets better ratings than you do. <laughs> It's a crack-up to me. It's an absolute crack-up. Now, what really blows my mind, and, and it, well, it doesn't blow my mind because it's not really a surprise, but MSLSD, the worst offender of the mainstream media, absolutely is devoid of, of reality they are totally detached they are off the rails and of course the chief racist and psych patient is joy reed now i want to play a little bit of what she said last night 
about Iowa. And of course, you cannot listen to Joy read about something like this and her not pull out the race card. And, well, I'll just let you listen to it uh, yourself. But, you know, I feel like the, the important sort of data point, and, and, you know, Steve talks about it a lot. He's, he's going to probably talk about it a little more tonight, is that this, these are white Christians. That this is a state that is overrepresented, overrepresented by white Christians that are going to participate in these caucuses, yes. especially tonight. Um, I today, earlier today, reached out to Robert Jones, Robbie Jones, um, from the Public Religion Research Institute, knowing that we were going to talk about Iowa, and this is a hyper evangelical st- white state. And he said the following to me: Iowa is about 61% white Christian. The country as a whole is approximately 41% white Christian. And in Iowa, we're talking about evangelical white Christians. And he said the following. Because I asked him, what do they get out of supporting Donald Trump? Because he keeps losing, he keeps delivering losses and losses and losses. And he said the following, they see themselves as the rightful inheritors of this country. And Trump has promised to give it back to them. All the things that we think about, about electability, about, you know, what are people gaming out? or mm-hmm. None of that matters when you believe that God has given you this country, that it is yours, and that everyone who is not a white conservative Christian is a, is a fraudulent American, is a less, a, a less real American, then you don't care about electability. You care about... Okay. Oh, my gosh. Folks, if that does not prove what I've said about MSNBC all along, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, Joy Reid is about as much of a racist and a race baiter that I've ever seen. And I don't care if she's a black woman. I do not care. Race baiters are race baiters. Doesn't matter about your gender, the content of your melanin. It, it's just hideous. And white Christians? Well, hey, duh. 61%? Well, considering the demographics of Iowa, I mean, there have got to be blacks and Hispanics. And, 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 and frankly, I've got to call her out on this. White Christians in Iowa. Now, apparently, she doesn't seem to know that a fact, a very key fact, that white Christians are not the problem. You know, they're just, they're not the problem. Because these very same white Christians voted for Ted Cruz and he won the Iowa caucus in 2016 and he's Hispanic. Uh, no, the whole white Christian argument is really stupid. It's very racist. And frankly, it's just straight up asinine, but hey, it's Joy Reid. What do you expect? Uh, The beauty, and as I've often have told people, the beauty of low expectations is that you're rarely disappointed. That's kind of one of my rules in life. And that clip came uh, from Vaz. And this is conservative Hispanic media in English and in Spanish. 
I'm like, oh my gosh, that is just in freaking credible. I mean, it's not a surprise that she that Joy Reid said it, but but she actually believes that. It it really just strikes me. She actually believes that nonsense. Okay, so here's another perfect example of why MSNBC is just plain goofy. Just plain goofy. Now, this time, it's Rachel Madcow uh, essentially explaining to their audience, which is very left and kind of weird, um, but yeah, here we go, of, as to why MSN, MSLSD did not carry Trump's Iowa victory speech. Gotta listen to this. I'm sorry, I just have to do a little bit no. of business just for a second. Um, at this point in the evening, the projected winner of the Iowa caucuses um, has just started giving his victory speech. Uh, we will keep an eye on that as it happens. Uh, we will let you know if there's any news made in that speech, if there's anything noteworthy, something substantive and important. Um, the reason I'm saying this is, of course, there is a reason that we and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform to remarks by former President Trump. It is not out of spite. It is not a decision that we relish. It is a decision that we regularly revisit. Um, and honestly, earnestly, it is not an easy decision. But there is a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. <laughs> not out of spite, huh? Sorry. Uh, can't buy that. Not gonna buy that. You do it out of spite. You do enjoy it. Your producers and all your other uh, superiors there at uh, MSNBC, they love not doing that. To untrue, and the whole thing about untrue things, it's like, uh, have you looked in the mirror lately, Rachel, honey? Because you and your married band of psych ward patients are lying on a regular basis. I mean, I can almost set my watch by it, okay? I could almost do that. But yeah, just get over it, honey. Uh, your your network is a loser. Trump is gaining steam. MAGA is ascending at a rate that is amazing. And frankly, DeSantis really needs to get out of the race because both senators, both U.S. senators, Rick Scott and Marco Rubio from Florida, have already endorsed Trump. And a lot of other senators have too. So most of the Florida Republican congressional delegation uh, have uh, endorsed Trump. There have been an, a one or two exceptions, but mostly, you know, Trump's got the whole state of Florida. I mean, his home now. So yeah, this is pretty, pretty amazing that people like. This, this is the mainstream media, and I don't like even putting that stuff out. I don't even like even giving them any of my valuable time. But this is educational. You need to know, if you're a person of faith, an evangelical, whether you're man or woman, white, black, Hispanic, it doesn't matter. 
This is the narrative that they're telling about you. That you're crazy, you're cultish, you're domestic terrorist, you're this, you're that, you're something else. And you got to be ready for it. You just have to be ready for it. Because this is a year. It's going to be turbulent. It's going to be tumultuous. It's going to get nastier and nastier as the year goes on into the spring. Uh, Super Tuesday's coming in March. That's going to be crazy. And that's not going to make the left happy because that was supposed to be the date that uh, Trump was going to trial in D.C. with Jack Smith and the equally corrupt Judge Tanya Chutkin. So this is going to be interesting. I keep telling you, stay ready. Stay vigilant. Do not let these people intimidate you, scare you, or anything else. MAGA is ascending. The left is scared out of their wits. And they're going to do whatever they can to try to squash you, discourage you, uh, what have you. Stay sharp. This is wartime. Don't, it is not time for Sunshine Patriots. Not even close. So as my encouragement to you, my friends, all over the place, just if you love the country, and I really am not caring where you are on the political spectrum. There are even Democrats who are not liking a lot of this crud that Biden is trying to pull. It's, I mean, but still, watch yourselves, be careful. I will continue to be a watchman on the wall to warn you of when trouble's coming. So please, this is, this. even though it's only January, this is the only the beginning. And we gotta keep this up until election day in November. And then we get Trump back in the office and frankly let every let the chips fall where they may. Just let it fall where they may, because these people are going to manifest some of the most bizarre, frankly demonic behavior before this is over. So just be ready for it. Just be ready for it. And especially for my friends who are evangelicals or Catholics, or even my Jewish friends. This is, an, it, this is annoying. We've still got anti-Semitism running rampant on college campuses. We still have attacks on Catholics. Evangelicals are being targeted. And don't think it's going to be all sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows, and cute furry animals. That's the one thing, if anything, I pray you take away from this. It's great that Trump uh, blew out the competition in Iowa, but we still got to go through New Hampshire, South Carolina, and a lot of the other states, uh, the early states and Super Tuesday, which is only a few weeks away. So on that note, my friends, I'm just going to say thank you for listening God bless you guys. Uh, as always, I again encourage you, subscribe, uh, follow us, 
Tell your friends. We're on all major uh, podcasting platforms. So it's we're not hard to find. So for that, I thank you. And hopefully with your help, the message will spread and we'll continue to see the growth that we're seeing, not just domestically, but even internationally. And take care for now, my friends. See you tomorrow. And as always, remember, patriots come in all colors.